The information on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a qualified licensed professional counselor or a qualified licensed medical provider. Hello and welcome back to another session of the Evolving Cheer Podcast. <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> Girl, I'm sorry, y'all. My guest, my very special guest is hilarious in the studio. <laughs> No pressure. <laughs> no pressure, none at all. I have the Miss Joanna Brooks, who is the practitioner for Embody Yoga. She's Yay. a yoga instructor, y'all. Woo yeah. woo. woo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and she was kind enough to come and talk with me on the pod. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Yay. I'm glad you say yes. Yeah, we having a good time already. Right. <laughs> Talking about power. And <laughs> oh, you know. Let me just claim ghosts real quick. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Before we start, I'm, I like to do icebreakers with my guests. Okay. So for you, Miss Joanna, if you were to create a slogan for your life, what would it be? A slogan for my life. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's deep. Right <laughs> off the top. <laughs> I'm thinking something just going to land in my head and I'm going to be able to say it. it's going to sound all fake deep. Um, but no, I guess one of the things that I really, really been thinking about um, and one, something that's been on my heart is dream big. Right. Mm. So one of my mentors in the city is Joanne Sabir, okay. co-owner of the Juice Kitchen. Oh. Um, and she invited me to this event out in Chicago, um, this huge uh platform for young black professionals and entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. i can't think of the name right of it right now it's escaping me um but they had this huge like two-day workshop and she invited me out there and i was so inspired and so in the hotel room me and her were talking and she's just such a visionary like Uh always throwing ideas out there and i'm like dang joanne like you think so big and she's like i don't know how to do nothing else Mm. you know what i mean so like that's been on my mind like think big Mm. and Forget how to think small. Don't wow. think about anything else. Just think big. So that's kind of been like the slogan for my life right now, especially with my business and body yoga. Nice. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could come up with something catchier, but no, that's no. deep. It's real too, you it know? It is. It is. And I think it, it, it just goes back to reinforce why not think big? Why mm-hmm. do you think you have to think on the smaller scale, especially of your dreams and your passion? Yeah. You know, and I think... Um, as adults, we lose that, right? So yeah. as kids, mm-hmm. and our parents instill this in us, and they probably didn't even believe it of themselves yeah. at that point, but they tell you, like, you can do anything, and you can be anything, yeah. right? And so you grow up really, like, believing that, like, oh, I'm going to be this, and I'll be that. And if you listen to kids talk, they got, like, multiple careers. <laughs> they do. And then you go through life, yeah. and you go through the process, and you kind of get brainwashed, mm-hmm. I like to say. And then you just start believing that there's just this one path mm. for you and just one yeah. way to make money. And I think we don't realize... A lot of times our parents and our caretakers, they tell us that because they live their life mm. and they have regrets. Yeah. You know, they didn't dream big enough once mm. they got to adulthood. They stopped wow. dreaming. You know, so I think it's really important for us, especially if you're a parent, you have kids mm. like your advice to your children applies to you as well. Yes. You're never too old, you yes. know. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> no. So that's deep enough, y'all. I'm telling y'all. So y'all need to dream big. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna be all lighthearted, no. and already I feel like okay. That that's what this is all about. <laughs> well, I love it, and so many people may not know this about you, but your master's is actually in counseling. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I always thought I had this vision for my life, like uh-huh. I was gonna be this high-powered attorney wearing those real nice suits <laughs> and stuff like that, and going into uh-huh. courtrooms and handling business. Um, And I just didn't end up being the path, or at least not yet, right? So I talked about having, like, multiple dreams. That's Mm -hmm. still something on my radar, just not right now. Um, And so I knew I wanted to go to college, Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to do that for my parents. I wanted to be, like, the first one to graduate and things like that. Um, And so I ended up studying psychology as a major, Mm -hmm. English minor. Um, And then when I graduated, I felt like I couldn't do much with Mm, that, you know, in the field. And I couldn't help people the way I wanted to. Um, And I always found that. 
people would just come to me and tell me really personal things. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would always listen. And sometimes yeah. I would, you know, talk back and give advice. Yeah. And so to me, it, it only made sense for me to go into counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went through a program at Marquette University. Mm-hmm. Um, and I graduated with a master's in community counseling with an emphasis in child and adolescent counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people don't see how the yoga now combines with that right, or how right. that works together. Um, but I guess the the overall overarching theme of my life is just trying to help people and empowering people to heal yeah. themselves, you know, whether that be through talking them through things and mm-hmm, listening mm-hmm. or helping them out on the mat. Yeah. And I guess for me, though, I can see how both do connect um, mm-hmm. because definitely um, a staple for the Evolving Chair podcast is in order for us to be our best selves, we need to be healthy physically, mentally, and spiritually. Yes. yes. So. <laughs> yeah. And covering all areas of what yoga um, addresses as mm-hmm. well, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think about yoga as just being a physical practice, right? Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, I want the yoga booty and the arms <laughs> and, you know, all yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, that comes with a consistent practice, but mm-hmm. it's so much deeper than that, so mm-hmm. much deeper than that. And we'll probably get into this a little bit later, at least I hope. Hope I uh, hope we do, but just how yoga can really help you through some dark moments in life. I've mm. had that experience um, and help you grow and transcend, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. there's a spiritual aspect to it, too, if you're open to that. Mm-hmm. But maybe that'll come up a little later. Yes, it definitely will. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know it's 36.7 million Americans who actually practice yoga, mm-hmm. but only one fifth of the yoga practitioners are minorities. Yes. Now, how does that impact you in just wanting to be the best at what you do or even encourage others to, you know, maybe teach a yoga class or two or, you know. Absolutely. So, you know, I've always been um, one of those types of people where I don't, it doesn't bother me to be the only Mm -hmm. of something Mm -hmm. in the room. You know what I mean? If I want something, if I'm there to get something, I'm going to go and experience and I don't care about the rest, you Mm. know. Um, And so same thing with yoga. But I often saw, not just in Milwaukee, but other cities, Mm -hmm. because I have this thing where when I travel, I have Mm. to visit like different yoga studios. And it's not uncommon for me to only be the black, to be the only black person in the room. Mm. Um, And so the more I fell in love with yoga and I decided that I wanted to be a teacher, that was always on my heart to become a teacher so I could share the practice with people of color, you know. Um, and there were a couple of reasons why I wanted to do that. The, the benefits of yoga alone mm-hmm. and not just talking about the physical, like health stuff, yeah. but again, the emotional, mental mm-hmm. benefits of the practice. And I believe black people uh, stand to benefit tremendously from yoga, you know. Mm, yeah. um, but then beyond that, representation is so important, yeah. you know. And so you look at images of yogis in the media and mm-hmm. you always see like a skinny, white, middle aged woman mm-hmm. um, who probably stays at home and you know like takes care of the kids not to you know play too much into stereotypes but that's what you see and that's what's pushed for right Mm -hmm. and you rarely see um people of color Mm -hmm. you know in the media doing yoga um different shapes and sizes Mm -hmm. you know practicing yoga and so for me I just wanted to come out and be a black yoga teacher Mm. and to teach yoga my way and hopefully just by being out there I would be able to draw more people into the practice Mm -hmm. and so that's that was the motivation for me in Mm. starting all of this that's the mission of the business yeah it is and um when I had the opportunity because I knew I wanted to get some uh yoga instructor but I Mm -hmm. specifically wanted a black yeah um you know and not to discredit any other race or anything like that but you know my my big push and mission is for helping the black community be their best self yeah um and when i came across your facebook page i was Mm -hmm. like well let me look at her website you know Mm -hmm. um because everybody was like oh you know putting your name in in the comments and stuff like that and i was like well let me let me go look at her her thank (laughs) you thank you yeah And, and when I looked at your website, I was like, this is so tight. I was like, you want yoga to be cost effective. Yes. And to be right there for accessible. Yes. And so I, I really love that piece. I was like, because you are trying to really get our people healthy. I'm not playing with it. You know, I'm, like, I'm so <laughs> yeah, serious yeah. because I think about like, OK, what are the barriers to practice? Right. Mm-hmm, because there were mm-hmm. a lot of people when I started this, they told me, no, don't focus on it. Don't target black people. You ain't going to make no money. You're not going to be successful. Yeah. And yeah. the majority of my client base are people of color. Mm-hmm. And so you can't tell me I'm two years in business now. Right. Yeah, wow. And spring 2018, I'll be in my own space, wow. you know, and in body yoga is doing really well. Like mm-hmm. I won't get into specifics, but. 
I'm just amazed by all of the support. And again, the majority of that support has come from my people, black yeah. people in the city of Milwaukee. Wow. You know, so um, so it's really, really important to me, even from the beginning. Like I know I want, I knew I wanted to be on the the north side of Milwaukee, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Our city is very segregated, it right? Is. So like that's not a secret. That's not me stereotyping. So it was really important for me to be on the north side where people wouldn't expect yoga to be, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and then also costs. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yoga can be expensive. Like your average drop-in yoga class in the city of Milwaukee kind of sits somewhere around like $17, right? Okay. So yeah. a lot of yoga studios have gone from charging $15 for a drop-in, and they've upped their prices to about 18 and okay. that'll continue to go up, yeah. right? And people always tell you when you're in business, oh, don't lower your prices because people will think that yeah. your services or your product yeah. is cheap. I don't believe that. I know I'm a good mm. yoga teacher. I know I have something to offer, and I want people to be able to receive it, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. I have to meet people where they are. So that's why um, I set my classes um, at the price point that they are. Mm. Again, it's all about making yoga accessible to people. And to a certain extent, I had to um, create an audience or create a market, Mm -hmm. you know, when Mm -hmm. I started. Um, And I don't say this to sound like cocky, but as Mm -hmm. I mentioned before, I didn't feel like there were a lot of people of color doing yoga or if they were, they weren't doing it in public spaces. Mm -hmm. You know, like you would have to go on Instagram and see people practicing at home Mm -hmm. um, in front of their laptops and things like that. And I'm like, no, I can I can bring people in. But I had to do a lot of education. I had to make it accessible Mm. um, and I had to be consistent with it. Yeah. You know, and so I'm starting to see some change and some growth. Yeah. You know, w- in terms of how um, yoga is perceived within the African American community, mm-hmm. specifically in Milwaukee, yeah. and that brings me a lot of joy. Awesome. So, w- with the barriers, because I'm sure it was barriers in the beginning of Black people just being like, "You do yoga," mm-hmm. you know, seeing a Black mm-hmm. person that's doing yoga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were those stereotypes or stigmas that you battled? You know, <laughs> people have been really nice about it. Oh, um, okay. But I, I still get that question a lot. Like, so how you start yoga? You know, not, not like, not like, oh, how did you get into? How did you, you know, you know, with a little neck? How did you, you know, you're a black girl. And so I always tell this story. I started um, yoga as a kid. I was in middle Ooh. school, and I went to Samuel Morris Middle School. Okay. Um, or that was the name of the school at that time. And we started later than a lot of the other schools in mm-hmm. MPS. So my siblings would get up. I'm a light sleeper. They would wake me up. Um, so I would get up and I got in front of the TV and it was this um, older white lady with really long hair. And she would be on every morning. She had two yoga programs that came on back to back. Oh, And so I would just sit in front of the TV and do yoga. And I loved it. And at that point, I didn't have the the reasons why I didn't have a language to articulate why right. I loved it. Yeah. But I just loved how it made me feel. Mm. Right. Um, And so then I got into running a little bit in high school. In college, I was really big into dance. Um, And there was a point where I was sedentary and I wasn't doing a whole lot of anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And I felt convicted. I felt bad about that. And so when I decided that I wanted to get moving again, I'm like, I want to try this hot yoga thing. Mm, Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And so that's how I came back to the practice and fell um, in love all over again. Um, But to a certain extent, it's always, um, at least from adolescence, been a part of my life. No. Um, uh, other barriers. Sometimes I've heard more so in the beginning than now. Um, a lot of um, potential clients had concerns about um, the practice of yoga conflicting with their religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I actually yeah. had um, someone tell me that their pastor told them that. Um, it was demonic and mm. it encourages the mind to be empty. And then when the mind is empty, evil spirits can take that place. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I'm always sensitive to and respectful of others' yeah. views, viewpoints right. and, you know, religion, religion and things like that. Um, but I had to do a lot of education around mm. that. And I still do to let people yeah. know, no, this isn't. Um, a, re- a religious practice per se. It has spiritual components if mm-hmm, you're open mm-hmm. to that. But again, that's compliment- complementary to whatever your religious beliefs are. Mm-hmm. So for me, I find as I move through the practice, I 
for me, it feels like prayer. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in communication with my God Mm -hmm. and then I can hear him more clearly in my practice. Um, A lot of things come to me when I'm on my yoga mat. A lot Mm -hmm. of healing came to me Mm -hmm. um, while I was on my yoga mat. So um, I just try to clarify that for people Mm -hmm. um, and and dispel like those beliefs so that they can make their way to the practice. Yeah, that's so phenomenal and awesome. Um, And now let's let's touch on those dark places, because I know Mm -hmm. you said yoga can definitely heal that when you aren't feeling our best. And Mm -hmm. you said you did a lot of healing on mm-hmm. the mat for yourself. So let's yeah. talk more about your healing process. Yeah. What yeah. was that like? And mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I wrote um, a blog post that I've since pulled <laughs> from the internet. Why? <laughs> you know, you know, it ain't really erased from the internet. <laughs> I know it never is, right? It never is. Um, and you know, I'm probably going to post it again soon okay. because I think it helped a lot of people because mm. I ended up sharing it on social media and it kind of okay. went far. Um, But for me, uh, the darkness came from heartbreak and being Mm -hmm. in a relationship that was not healthy and it wasn't good for Mm me. And I think a lot of times as women, no offense, men, but as women, like, you know, sometimes we know and we understand in our heart that we shouldn't be in certain situations, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we find it really difficult to let go. Um, And so that was the space that I was in. And so yoga was there for me through that entire process. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, The the actual blog post that I made, it was titled How Yoga Broke and Healed My Heart. Mm. And I say that because every time I got on on my mat. And move through my practice. And remember, this is when I could hear God most clearly. Yeah. Um, I felt this heavy sense of conviction like, Joanna, you know better. You know you're not supposed to be in this position. Mm. You know you deserve better. Yeah. There's more for you out here than this, you yeah. know. And every time I stepped on my yoga mat, I would hear that. And that would be confirmed for me over and over again. But I was still doing what I wanted to do. Right, you know? right, yeah. Um, and again, every time I stepped on the mat, I would get that message. And so over time, you know, that builds up in your spirit. And you know, like, okay, this is something that I have to address, yeah. right? So it led me to be in a position to um, call that relationship off. And there's mm-hmm. like detail, more details yeah. around how that happened. Um, and it was still very hurtful and painful yeah. for me. But I got to the place where I'm like, okay, uh, I need to walk away. I know that I need to walk away and be mm-hmm. done from this situation. Um, and so then even after that, I put that dense distance there, it's still hurtful and there's still a lot of pain and a lot mm-hmm. of processing mm-hmm. that's happening, a lot of grief. You mm-hmm. miss the person, even yeah. if you, you shouldn't yeah. be with them. And so, um, that's how the yoga healed my heart. So, mm. like, I spent a lot of time on my mat in my practice, you know. And yeah. um, in the post I wrote, like, with every breath I took in, with every vinyasa, you know, mm. I was healing myself. Um, and so it was a process. It didn't happen yeah. overnight, you know. Um, yeah. And here I stand uh, two and a half years later, grateful, you know, for that process, yeah. grateful for the dark moments because it was out of that experience that Embody Yoga was born. Mm. Wow, that's phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when, I, uh, you, when I just think back about yeah. it, you know, everything, I believe everything happens for a reason, mm-hmm. you know, so yes. that was meaningful. Wow. It's purposeful. Yeah. And now how is it working with those clients who do come with those issues that weigh on them heavily? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they say people come to yoga saying they want the physical benefits, right, right? right? But a lot of people who come to the practice, they're looking for some type of healing. And we mm-hmm. all got stuff that yeah. we're going through, yeah. right? So that don't make anybody better, you mm-hmm. know, or worse than anybody else. Um, and so sometimes I don't know. Mm-hmm. And my job is just to hold space for those people. So it's not unusual to see people um, on a mat crying. Mm-hmm. You just never know, mm-hmm. what, you know, what stuff is, what people yeah. are working through yeah. and what's coming up. And um, it's believed in the yoga tradition that certain poses can cause stuff to come up, right? So when wow. we're doing back bends and we're doing heart openers, anything where the chest and the heart is exposed, they say that brings up a lot of emotional stuff, positive or negative for people. Wow. And so it's not unusual then to see them um, express that on the mat. And then some people are a little bit more stoic, right? And they don't mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. a lot. And so um, they may go home and process. I just know that um, of the students that I've teach now, mm-hmm. um, I call them them the Embody Yoga fam, like people <laughs> who come to my classes. Yeah. I know that they feel a deep connection to the practice of yoga. Mm-hmm. And nobody can convince me that that connection is there solely because of the physical benefits. Mm. You know, yeah. um, I don't pry if anybody wants to talk to me about anything. I'm mm-hmm. all, I think they know that I'm open and available mm-hmm. and I'll stay after and I'll talk to them about things. 
Um, but yeah, for the most part, I'm just there to like hold space mm. and let whatever process needs to happen eternally happen for them. Yeah. That's phenomenal though. I, I know I definitely have to um, check out your classes and I know we're in talks of collaborating to do oh, something yeah. for the community. So that is going to happen. <laughs> yes, it is. Speak it. it. Is. Speak it. It, it is will. going to happen. Um, cause I definitely feel like, you know, our, our community as a whole need healing. We do. You know. It, so. <laughs> it, it's so it's so much that we up against um, mm-hmm. black people in general. But then yeah. in Milwaukee, it's a whole lot going on. Yeah. I think a lot of people are feeling helpless and hopeless. And so um, I think those who have the talent, the skill, the ability or the will, like we need to 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 rally around people and mm-hmm. create um, spaces mm-hmm. and opportunities for people to, to find healing. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. When we get yes. together and do something, it's going to be dope. It is. And now I know you have events that you do host. Like uh, yesterday you had rooftop yoga. Yeah. So I know that had to have been dope. Yeah. You right. know what? I, I'm going to be sad when it get oh, cold, oh, out. cold out. Yeah, because yeah, we won't be able to do it. But I'll figure something else out. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I try to get creative in how I offer yoga. Mm-hmm. And then um, I got to do it my way. Right. Yeah. So music that I'm familiar with, stuff that I like. <laughs> and I love it. Uh, and you know what? Like and, and other people do, too. And not just black people. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. realizing that, too. So. Um, but yeah, so I'll do like trap yoga. I didn't come up with that term yeah. or even that idea, you know, mm-hmm. but um, I'll offer trap yoga here in Milwaukee. And then as you referenced already, um, yoga on the roof. So mm-hmm. um, partnering with Casablanca, mm-hmm. hot spot in the city. Um, and I run out their rooftop at least like once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have an hour long yoga class with a, a live DJ. Shout out to DJ Lolo. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Y'all hear that DJ Lolo. <laughs> uh, yeah, she hold it down for me. So we did um, just this past weekend. Well, actually yesterday okay. we did 90s R&B. So oh, all 90s oh, R&B. Man. Yes. I mean that, man. Yes. Um, and then before that, I was celebrating two years in business. And so um, we did what I call the great. So Tupac, Biggie, yes. Nas, and Jay <laughs> went down. <laughs> I bet. It did. People, was people twerking more so than doing the yoga? You know so what? <laughs> no. So I see the twerking a whole lot in um, trap yoga, and sometimes it's me. But <laughs> I love it. I love it. So if you want your instructor <laughs> twerking with you, like, sometimes I don't know how to act. But you know, like I gotta be me. You know what I mean? Yay. And it's encouraged. You know, because we always think like yoga has gotta be so serious, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, like meditating and mudras and mm-hmm. palms together, and you know, all of that stuff. And yeah, that's a part of it. You know, but, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like stealing from Charlemagne the God, Breakfast Club. Um, I say it's like a mix of uh, righteous and ratchet, you know, especially mm, when we're doing a trap yeah. yoga. So, yeah, twerk, have fun, <laughs> dance, do what you need to do. But yeah. then maybe at the end, I'm trying to scoot in some meditation or something. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I don't I don't ever want anybody else to other my yoga or how I present yoga um, mm-hmm. to the people that I serve, you know, and I've had people call it like hip hop yoga. Like, what is that? Who would call it hip hop yoga? <laughs> you know, like you, right, when, right. when other people teach yoga and they play music that they listen to, we don't put a special title on right, it. You right. know what I mean? It's yeah. just doing yoga. Yeah. So let's not do that to black folks who, mm. you know, listen to the music that they familiar with as mm-hmm. they practice, you mm. know? That's yeah. Good. So, yeah. That's just my little <laughs> my little speech on that. Right. And then you do the um, yoga in the park. Yes. As well. Yep. So, again, it's important to me to be able to offer yoga to anybody who's interested and willing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so even though um, my prices are relatively low for some people, that's not even affordable, you mm. know. And so I'm grateful um, to Alice's Garden mm, and the Zilber okay. Foundation. So they came together um, and reached out to me to offer okay. this yoga class. Um, and it's every Sunday in Johnson Park, so 19th and Fond du Lac. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always amazed by the turnout. Mm. Uh, people just come from all areas of the city, um, and we just get in that grass, and we flow for an hour. Um, and it's absolutely free. No registration needed. Just show up, bring a yoga mm-hmm. mat. 
if you don't have one, I usually have a couple of extra in my trunk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we just we just get to it. And it has become one of my absolute favorite classes to teach. Wow. It really has. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. And so you offer group yoga, individual yoga. You actually have an anger management yes, group yes, that I you do. do with the yoga. Talk to me about that because, you know, I'm, I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I'm excited feel. about everything. But, you know, that one, I was just yeah. like, that's how I knew I was like, well, what, what, wait a minute. It got to be more to her because she yes, got ma'am. anger management with the yoga. And then that's when we talked and you was like, well, actually, my master's is in counseling. I was yep. like, see, I Yes, ma'am. It. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so um, I guess one thing that I haven't spoken a whole lot about since we've been talking is the fact that I'm very, very passionate about working with young people, mm, you know. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, fresh out of grad school, one of my first jobs was at the Milwaukee Job Corps Center. I was working okay. as a counselor yeah. there for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Milwaukee Job Corps Center, I guess I'm plugging them right now, but they serve <laughs> um, a population 16 to 24 year, okay. years old. Um, technically, they have to meet like certain income guidelines and mm-hmm. fall below a certain level. Um, and these are young people who um, some of them have already graduated high school and they just want to come and get a trade. Mm-hmm. And there was um, a lot of students who had not been successful, you know, in traditional schooling. Mm-hmm. And so they ended up coming over to Job Corps. And so one of the programs that I ended up running there a lot was uh, anger management. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we would use these different curriculums um, that people would provide us with. And I'm like, this is not really addressing what these pe- what these young people are dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, so a lot of our youth, they have a. Um, Um, some anger but it's not for no reason it's for very real reasons right so they are hurt they are grieving Um, they've experienced abandonment Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. other um, traumas over the course of their life and they don't really have like an outlet or a way to like express that and process that right and that Mm -hmm. builds up over time and so um, in realizing that there's this piece that wasn't being addressed, which was really like family mm, stuff for yeah. the most part, I'm like, I got to do this my own way. Um, so when I started thinking about how I would want to put together a program, it was important to incorporate um, some of that trauma that they were experiencing mm-hmm. to really break that down, process it. Um, and then also incorporate yoga because to me, those two things just went so well together, mm, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and I don't know if this is getting too, um, like psych speak or, or anything like that, but a lot of those yoga for uh, those anger management curriculums were based around cognitive behavioral therapy, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So, um, how thoughts affect feelings and behaviors and, you know, Mm -hmm, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and so I, I still wanted to have that piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one part of that that I felt really connected to yoga is, you know, just being aware of what's happening in the body, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of our young people, they'll tell you, like, oh, I just snapped out and I went from zero to 100. And no, no, mm-hmm. no, it, that's not really how it happens. And I had to teach them that. Yeah. Like, your body is giving you clues the entire time. It's just that so many of them are disconnected. Mm-hmm. They're not tapped in, exactly. you know? And so by incorporating the yoga and the mindfulness and the breathing I'm hoping to um, give them the skills where they can slow down a little bit and notice what's happening internally mm-hmm. and then use that to empower them to make mm. better decisions and to act differently okay. um, so yeah that's how all of that works and comes together so what it looks like in a session is we may start out doing yoga we may start out doing breathing we may start out having discussion mm-hmm. about a topic so family or what are some lies or myths about anger you mm, know yeah. um, we'll talk about those things um, and what their beliefs are and I'll give them some real information mm-hmm. um, but every every session includes yoga practice and what I found is that um, at least for the past couple of youth servant organizations that I've been at, they want the yoga. Let's get straight to the yoga. Wow. And that's always, always surprising and really heartwarming for me that they connect to the practice that way. So even more so maybe than sitting around and talking and processing, they're doing the work internally on the mat. Yeah. That's awesome. And now did these students have like prior knowledge to what yoga was when they were like just so excited, like, let's just do the yoga or just through your conversation with them and educating them like you know some of them I feel like had a maybe a little bit of experience mm-hmm. with yoga or they knew something or they w- were at least able to articulate what yoga is mm. um but for a lot of them it was their first time actually practicing and being on the mat and being mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. yoga class yeah. um and so it's 
I always say, and it always like really um, sticks with me, especially when we get to the end of the practice and they're sitting there and in meditation and they are so tuned in mm-hmm. and they are so quiet mm-hmm. and they are sitting there meditating. And, you know, these are young people um, that the media says is dangerous and mm-hmm. careless and, you know, all of these other things. And here they are sitting quietly in meditation. Mm. You know, that's, it's such a, a striking image for me. And I wish more people could see that. Man, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, but for to answer your question, though, um, for the most part, I, I believe the majority of them are, are new to the practice of yoga. Mm-hmm. And surprised that they like it, too, you know, because yeah. they have concepts about what it is mm-hmm. or who it is and is not for. And so mm-hmm. they're always surprised, like, oh, I like this. We're going to come back, mm-hmm. you know. So, so yeah, that makes me feel good. Awesome. Let's talk more about the benefits. Um, mm-hmm. I know for me, like, my um, just my first interactions with yoga was like on a dvd yeah. <laughs> you know those dvds and they'd yeah. be like and now bow to the sun and all that and i'm like mm, i'm bound to the lord and <laughs> i know that's right <laughs> you know but um just going through those motions but um the benefits too was like okay it increased my patience yes. uh, my yes. perseverance because i was like you know i'm thinking like okay these warrior poses and stuff oh that's real easy but then it was like this is some work like you yes. really gotta have some muscle strength especially when you get to hold in the poses right <laughs> yes right. so um benefits and it's so many so mm-hmm. I, I hope i'm uh, i'm talking clearly as i start to talk about this so i, I kind of like separated into like three categories or mm-hmm. buckets right so there's like the physical benefits mm-hmm. like mental emotional mm-hmm. and then maybe even spiritual again if you're open to that mm-hmm. and so uh, in terms of talking about like physical benefits again like increased muscle tone mm-hmm. flexibility there's a whole lot of um, research dollars being thrown at yoga to study what those benefits are and so far they found that yoga helps um, decrease blood pressure blood sugar mm-hmm. levels um, it, moving over to the, the mental emotional benefits they found that it's helped people manage symptoms of depression and mm-hmm. anxiety even insomnia mm. um, there was a, a research article that came out recently that found that yoga is as effective for treating um, non-specific chronic low back pain which wow. a lot of people suffer with it's as effective in treating it as physical therapy Oh, wow. Yeah, which is huge, right? Yeah. Um, And so then if I wanted to kind of like glaze over, you know, the physical, mental, emotional benefits, then if we get to the spiritual, and again, if you're open to that, I feel like it draws you that much closer to your source, Mm. right? So um, whatever, whoever you worship, Mm -hmm. I believe Mm -hmm. um, that it kind of opens that doorway for that, that relationship and that connection to become even deeper. Mm-hmm. Through study of self, through mm-hmm. turning awareness inwards, and then just being open to receive, you know, mm-hmm. whatever's there for you to receive. Yes. Now, is there like levels to yoga in the sense of um, maybe just like the process of healing or anything like that? Well, a lot of times when people talk about levels in yoga, they're talking about beginners and advanced, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or even in terms of classes. You know, we have like beginners classes and in some studios you'll see level one, two or level two, three and all of these things. Um, but the process of yoga, I think, is internal. Mm-hmm. It depends on the person and it's not a linear process. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's a practice that's really like designed for us to keep up with for our entire lives. Mm-hmm. Right. And we know how life can get messy and sometimes there's highs and there's yeah. lows. Right. Um, and even like in the physical practice itself, because that's not yoga isn't just the poses. And I guess mm-hmm. I should talk about that a little bit more, too. But even within the physical practice, um, we can see how it's not a linear process because one day you may be able to do a pose and the next day you can't figure it out for your life. Mm. Or maybe one day you can't figure it out. You can't get into it. You think it'll never, never be available to you. And then next day, you know, you dropping into the splits, wow. yeah. you know. Um, and so it, it just depends on where people are in their lives and what's going on mm-hmm. um, and just using the, the, the practice to help you process Mm. Um, so we're always at different points in our in our practice and we're all all students always mm-hmm. and always learning and growing in our practice. Hmm. Now, how how do you keep yourself abreast of like maybe the latest things mm-hmm. as it comes to yoga or just to be more educated on it? What do you yeah. do to kind of just? 
Well, it's not hard for me, and it actually mm-hmm. it comes natural. Um, and just side note, that's how you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing <laughs> when it's easy for you to keep <laughs> up with what's going on in the field, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not work. Um, yeah. I, I live, eat, sleep, dream, breathe yoga. You know, mm-hmm. like I just love it that much. And so anytime um, I'm finding something online that has something to do with yoga, I'm, I'm tuning in. Mm-hmm, and I'm trying to see mm-hmm. what's there for me to learn. And then, of course, um, you know, you get certain like messages and stuff like that to your inbox and things like mm-hmm. that. So I'm like, oh, let me read this article and try to learn something or even social media. That's a, a huge resource. A lot of yogis, again, are self-taught. They practice in at yeah. home. So YouTube or they're following other like um, like Instagram yogis and things like that mm-hmm. and kind of learning from them and from their practice, not just how to get into a pose, but even some of the philosophy and some of the things they should be thinking about as they practice. Um, and then for me, uh, credentialing mm-hmm. and education is really, really important. Um, so I finished a 200-hour uh, yoga teacher training um, back in 2014. Mm-hmm. And now I'm looking at the next step, which is a 500-hour um, yoga teacher training program just to take me to the next level. And that'll um, position me to be able to train future teachers oh. um, down the line. So that's the next step for me. And I believe that program starts in March. But again, anytime, any opportunity I have to learn more about the body mm-hmm. and the practice of yoga and philosophy, I'm all over it. So I'm just my eyes and ears are always open. That's awesome. So is the 500 level like the top tier or are there more than yeah, that? Yeah, there's more levels. Oh, so how once, many more? <laughs> listen, I don't even. Okay. Oh, so I know there's like you can be a 200 hour and okay. I think you can be a experienced 200 hour and then a 500 hour and experienced um, 500 hour teacher. Um, and then there's all other kind of designations that you can add mm-hmm. on top of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the I think the most important thing, if um, you're listening and you're looking for a yoga teacher, is just find somebody who makes you feel comfortable mm-hmm. and makes mm-hmm. you feel welcome and is open to any questions that you have about the practice and about how things should feel in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is always look for a teacher who is going to let you know and empower you um, and help you believe that you are your own best teacher, right? Because yeah. I can't be in your body to know how this feels for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know your history. I'm going to ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know everything. And so the right teacher is going to empower you to feel like you can say, no, this is enough. I need to stop here. Or mm-hmm. No, you can take it a little bit further. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Now let's talk about the types of yoga. I don't think mm-hmm. we really talked about that. We've talked about trap yoga. Yeah. Now, yep. what you know with the uh, Giddy Crunk music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned the hot yoga. Now, I've had co-workers that be like, yeah, I'm going to hot yoga. And I'll be like, what is that? Yeah. I was like, that don't sound like that's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I have a good time. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, and my first time at hot yoga. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I thought I was going to do well. And I was I was with them for like the first 10 minutes. And then I was laid out on the floor for the, <laughs> the last hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Shout out to Bikram Yoga. Um, but yeah, like going back to the styles and there are so many but they all kind of kind of come from um like i think about like three different branches or philosophies or approaches to yoga there may Mm -hmm. be a couple more than that um but uh the style of yoga that i teach is vinyasa flow Mm. um and so there's an emphasis on the breath and sinking movement with the breath right Mm -hmm. so one pose flows right into the next so it's kind of like rhythmic Okay. Um, there's a flow, um, there's a pace to the class, mm-hmm. again, with an emphasis on the breath. And then there's a lot of other styles of yoga as well. Um, there's, of course, hot yoga, which I wouldn't necessarily say is a style okay. um, of yoga. It's just a different way to offer yoga, mm-hmm. right? So okay. in a heated environment, oh. you know, we can always make yeah. adjustments to the environment um, to switch up the practice a little bit. Um, another style of yoga that I really um, appreciate and I teach as well is yin yoga. Okay. Um, and so in that practice, the focus is less on the muscles and it's more on the more plastic joints and ligaments of the body. Mm. And so most of the poses are done on or close to the floor okay. and you hold the poses for an extended period of time. And the goal is to stress the joints and ligaments and by stressing them, helping them grow stronger and um, benefit in the body that way through mm-hmm. the practice. 
Um, so it will come down to the floor and we may be in a pose anywhere from three to five minutes. Mm. Um, then we'll come out, maybe we'll counter that pose before we enter into another one. So in the course of an hour long class, we may only get to five poses. Um, and people tend to love that class. It's very relaxing. Some people mm-hmm. fall asleep, um, but it's also really beneficial for the body without all of the sweat, you mm-hmm. know, and without okay. all of the, the muscular engagement and mm-hmm. the work um, that's there. Um, and there are a lot of other styles, too. Um, you may have heard of Iyengar mm-hmm. yoga, where there's really heavy emphasis on alignment. So there'll be a lot of use of props to make sure the body is properly aligned as mm. you enter into poses. Um, another uh, style that I love and I'm drawn to is Ashtanga. Um, and so it's a set sequence. Um, and there's the primary series, secondary series, there's a third series, and there may be more beyond that. And so you start with the primary, and then your um, your instructor tends to, like, promote you mm, um, from okay. one pose to the next within the series. Um, and so one of the benefits of, a, like, a fixed practice where you're doing the same thing uh-huh. in the same mm-hmm. order is that you can... Sh- but day day by day, see how the practice is affecting the body, and you can see where you're making progress mm-hmm. as well. That one is a little bit more intense. Okay. Um, definitely uh, more focused on like um, building fire and discipline and tapas in the body. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's one that I love as well. And there's lots of lots others, of vini yoga, right? and, you know, <laughs> things like that. Um, but yeah. I ain't gonna speak too much on what I don't know. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, let me just share what I do know. Right. So, yeah, as a yoga yeah. teacher, um, it's not expected that I would know or understand or even practice all of these styles. Mm-hmm. There are so many. There's these different lineages, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, my focus is primarily on vinyasa flow and how okay. I can use that to kind of uh, help people heal. Oh, awesome! And we didn't mention that you you are doing couples yoga too. Like you do couples uh, yoga. Yeah. I'm kind of like. I ain't got no boo or bae, so I, know, I, know. <laughs> I can't do that. You know, and so many people have reached out to me, and it's brought up some stuff for some people. Some You, you excluding know. us now. Yeah, and people said, like, oh, I wish I had somebody to do that with. And, you know, if we're going to talk about the African-American community yeah. and talk about relationships yeah. and marriage and, Don't you know, things like on. that, where, you know, an area that we sort of, like, lacking in. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I find primarily women who are coming like, I want to do that, but I don't have anybody to do mm-hmm. that with, you know. Yeah. And then if I want to take a step deeper, we could talk about how so many of our men are incarcerated. Yeah. And uh, l- let me step back. I'm not trying to, um, <laughs> you know, be yeah. um, not be inclusive, right, yeah. of the LGBT yeah. plus community. So yeah. I, I don't mean to overlook um, that group or anything like that. But I'm speaking to what I see quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of women like, yeah, I don't have anybody to do that with. So one day, just, just stay tuned. I'm going <laughs> I'm, I'm to do something where you don't have to have a bay, you know, to participate. But right now, um, Frederick Coleman and yes. I, Frederick is the owner of Studio 69. Mm-hmm. Um, so a black man. Shout who, out to him. And he's such a dope person. Um, a few years ago, um, he extended the opportunity when I reached out to him to come because he had like um, a community event like day mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I had a table with my therapy stuff mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. Like, so yeah, shout out wait, to wait, him. wait, wait. Are you thinking of Ajimu Butler? Mm-mm, no, it was him. It, it was, was it was a, a few years ago. OK. Maybe like two years ago. OK, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so Fred is one of my students. He's been practicing with me oh. for a while, but I can't take credit for his practice because he was doing yoga before he met yeah, me. Yeah. Um, and so he is in the process of finishing his um, yoga teacher training. Um, mm-hmm. But he started his business. I always encourage people like teach, just get out there and, you yeah. know, teach, you know, especially yeah. if you're dedicated and you're going through teacher training, it'll, right. it'll expand that whole process for you. Um, so he and I had been talking for a while about offering like a couples yoga class, right? Mm, yeah. Um, where we can explore like acro yoga, another style where you work with a partner and you do all of these different yeah. poses. Um, and so we put our, our heads together and we came up um, with a class and we offered it um, a couple of weeks ago. It went over really well. It mm-hmm. sold out. And so we're offering it again. Yeah. Um, I have a level one. So the beginners um, class for couples yoga is coming up this Saturday. We still have spots available. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get that information to register on my website, um, www.embodyyogamke.com. And I'll give that information again later. Um, and then the following week, the 19th, we're also offering a level two 
Um, so those people who have like an established practice or came to our first class and they want to take it up a notch mm. and try some more advanced acro yoga poses, um, they can experience that in that class. Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited. Look, I ain't, yeah. I ain't even going to be there because <laughs> I don't have a bag, but I'm just excited. Like couples yoga. Yay. Yeah. And, you know, it's such it's such a good time and it's so good to see. You know, these couples, you know, just having fun mm-hmm, together and mm-hmm, being affectionate yeah. with each other. And, you know, I always say, if I haven't said it today, like a lot of what happens on the yoga mat kind of translates into what happens in your life off of the yoga mat. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when you're doing yoga with somebody, there is no better time to realize you got trust issues. Mm, you know what I mean? I was going to ask you how mm. and I ain't trying to be all up in people's business <laughs> that went to y'all first session. Uh-huh. What poured out on their mat? You, <laughs> you know, I, it was a lot of sweetness. And, oh, you know, we were, like, good. walking around, you know, a lot of kissing good. and, you know, all in touching and, you know, all of that stuff. But only they know, you know, oh, you know how they interact with each yeah. other, right? And so yeah. when you're doing yoga with somebody, um, you can see, like, man, I'm really bossy. You know, like, <laughs> I need to chill a little bit. And so I'm sure, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. maybe some people, like, you know, figured yeah. that out or, like, oh, I don't trust. What's going on here, mm. you know? And even one of the things I think is so cool um, when you are doing the pose with somebody in some of the poses, their physical limitations will limit you. And mm. how true is that in relationships? Wow. Sometimes when your partner going through stuff and yeah. they got like blockages and things like that and how that can limit you. Yeah. And so then you have to think, are you just going to give up? Like you going to mm. give up on the pose or are you going to like figure it out and stay there? You wow. know what I mean? And, and help them, yeah. you know, so it's all so deep. And that's why I love and I know Fred does too, um, offering that because it's a way um, for people to really think about how they interact with and relate to their partner mm-hmm. and how they can make those connections that much deeper through trust yeah. and communication and intuition. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so, but don't worry, we're going to offer like, <laughs> we're going to do some partner yoga, not just couples yoga, right, partner, partner yoga. yoga. See, I can grab a partner and be like, hey, you want to go to yoga with me? <laughs> right, right. That's doable. So we'll right, offer right. that too. Oh, I love it. I love it. Now, how do you keep yourself healthy aside from the yoga? Because I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. you're doing yoga every day. I do. Yep, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do a lot of yoga and I love it. And that definitely keeps me healthy. Um, but uh, another thing that I've been focusing on quite a bit is diet and food, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, of course, we saw on social media, everybody watched the documentary. Oh, what the my hell. goodness. If I keep seeing, I'm going <laughs> vegan one more time. Right. So, so now we all vegans, <laughs> and, you know, and we can't eat nothing but grass and air, you know, and all of that. Man. But no, I've always had a, a strong interest in nutrition and understanding how that affects my body and my yeah. mood. And that's something yeah. that's real. A lot of people don't realize yeah. what you put in your mouth has an impact impact on mm-hmm. on your mood mm-hmm. and there's science behind this right yeah um and so i'm a big fan of periodically taking a break from your normal way of eating right mm-hmm. either by doing a cleanse shout out to the juice kitchen right mm-hmm. now i'm um just wrapping up a five-day smoothie cleanse with them okay um but then also i recently did the whole 30 program mm, um yeah. to support one of my colleagues who who wanted to do that but i needed to benefit from cleaning up my diet too um, and so through that program, just whole foods, so fruits, mm-hmm. vegetables, like lean meats, no mm-hmm. grains, no dairy, none of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and in like switching up how you eat, you can realize for the first time, like how certain foods are affecting you. You slowly reintroduce them into your diet and you see like man, I feel really tired now that I went Mm, back to my old way of eating. And so that gives you some information that you can use, you know, so you can become your best self. Mm -hmm. Um, So nutrition, food is a big way that I take care of myself. Um, And sometimes I just need a downtime. So I'm an introvert. Mm. Really, I am. Like, I know how to turn on and be extroverted when I need to. Um, And that's called, um, like, I need to do that a lot. I need to be extroverted quite a bit to be successful in my business, right? I'm talking to a lot of people that Mm -hmm. I don't know, meeting Mm -hmm. people, managing energy when I'm teaching, you know, in a class. Um, But, like, being around people draws energy from me, Mm -hmm. right? So then I need to, like, go home and hide out for a bit, right? So I can um, get back to 100 or get back to, you know, like, homeostasis or you mm-hmm, know just finding mm-hmm. balance for myself yeah. you know so just taking time for myself just being at home you know being relatively quiet 
And then I enjoy, you know, like being with my friends mm-hmm. too, like my girls. Most of them have relocated um, at this point, but I got a ride or die still in the city. I got a couple. <laughs> I got a couple. Okay. Okay. Um, but, you know, one is like Bay. you know, like we spend yeah. a lot of time together. And so, you know, me and her, we just get together. Sometimes we go out, and, you know, sometimes we don't, you mm-hmm. know. And so mm-hmm. that just helps me um, kind of like release and feel like Joanna, you know, feel a little normal. Mm. So, yeah, that's how I take care of me. And then, um, you know, I love a good massage. <laughs> <laughs> do you have uh, uh, any recommendations for our Oh, I do. And I don't know if I should share because uh, I still want to get my appointments in. But there's this lady. <laughs> I don't even know if she want me to be sharing this information. But um, she does three-hour massages. What? A three-hour massage for $50. Wait, what? Yes. And she legit, um, like, she's a licensed massage therapist. She does, like, energy work and things like that, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does this out of her house, very clean house. I know sometimes mm-hmm. we can be like, what? Um, but, yeah, she um, she has, like, a massage room in her house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so I, I love to see her. I feel a deep connection <laughs> to her, <laughs> you know. And so I'll tell, like, some of my students, like, oh, you should go see, you know, my lady. Yeah. And so I'll, like, you know, pass her information along, like, one by one. Um, but yeah, so I, I love, that's like my guilty pleasure. I love a good massage and I can't just go to like Neroli or somewhere and mm-hmm, just get an mm-hmm. hour massage. That yeah. don't work for me. That actually causes anxiety because oh. as soon as you get on the table, you know, it's going to be over. <laughs> so I need all every minute, it, them three hours yes. on that massage table. Yes. Ooh. Everything. Yeah. So you're going to have to connect with your lady and we're going to have yeah. to announce her. Well, I don't know. Let me get to it first before mm-hmm. I put it out there on yeah, the podcast. Right, 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 <laughs> right. But I mean, if anybody interested, hit me up on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shoot her some business. I support yes. female entrepreneurs. Hello. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we end, to go back to Dream Big, yeah. what led you to Dream Big to just step out on faith? and do yoga full-time well so I'm not full-time yet but I will be I will be and I'm claiming that Mm -hmm. um but I it's just what you said is is faith I feel like God put this on my heart Mm -hmm. um for me to do in that moment and when I was in that moment of darkness Mm. um and so I just posted this too recently but I had a friend when I was going through like that heartbreak who was just like, Joanna, you you got to find somewhere to like redirect this energy, mm. you know, something positive to take your mind off of all of this stuff. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do my own yoga class. And it was only supposed to be like a six week thing, one class wow. once a week. I was just mm-hmm. going to try it out, you know, something to keep me busy. And it's grown into, you know, what it is now. Yeah. But I firmly believe that God put it on my heart. And so since God put it on my heart, then it'll come to pass as mm-hmm. long as I'm doing mm-hmm. my part. Um, and so in the time that I've been in business, I've had opportunities come my way that probably shouldn't have. You know mm. what I mean? Like things that I know I didn't necessarily work for or even deserve, mm. you know. And so that's just grace. You know, um, and at every instance of that, I feel is just confirmation that I'm I'm moving and operating in my purpose and doing mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, so so that's that's the basis of it. And then dreaming big, I have people in my corner who are encouraging and supporting me. Mm-hmm. Um, primarily, like my family, of course, my mentors. So my yoga teacher Meg Galarza over at Yoga One mm-hmm. Studio. Um, is huge support for me. Again, Joanne Sabir and Manon as well. Um, they like big brother and big sister to me, mm-hmm. you know, to a certain extent, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to this business thing, because um, they offer me a lot of encouragement and a lot of support. Um, and last but not least, the Embody Yoga fam, like my community, they support mm-hmm. me so yeah. much. They do more for me than I do for myself mm-hmm. in terms of like spreading the word about yeah. Embody Yoga and even just the practice of yoga and why mm-hmm. people should, you know, get involved or get connected to it or check it out. So, um, yeah, so all of those things, that they, they help me, they motivate me, they drive me. And so um, I'm in it. I'm committed. Yes, I love it. One last thing I promise y'all. Uh, <laughs> I'm not the preacher with five closings, okay? <laughs> um, shoot, I just had a brain freeze. Uh, <laughs> hey, take your time. Take your time, Pastor. Take your time, preacher. <laughs> I promise y'all I had a reason. <laughs> 
For what I was going to ask Joanna. Is it about the development or the studio coming up or? Well, you didn't talk about, can we talk about the video? Oh. Um, we, the videos that are coming out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll okay. Yeah. Because I was like, shoot, can we talk? I wonder, can we talk yeah, or not yeah. talk about it? Okay. Yes. I definitely want to talk about that too. So yes, mm-hmm. go ahead. Let's talk about the videos. So the videos, um, for a long time, I've had, you know, some students and people come to me like, man, I love your class, but like, I can't make your schedule or, you know, it just don't work for me. And I know some people, they can't come because cost is an issue Mm -hmm. and, you know, they got Mm -hmm. kids and stuff that they need to manage. And so I was looking for a way to still be able to service those people, Mm -hmm. um, even if I can't physically be there. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of like the idea for the videos. And so um, I partnered with um, Park Hill Multimedia. Okay. Uh, So Tony Cash. Okay. from Milwaukee, back and forth um, between Milwaukee and Atlanta. Um, and he um, shot the videos for me. Awesome. And we shot them all in one day. Wow. Um, and we just wrapped up editing the videos. Okay. Um, and so now I'm just looking for the proper avenue to release them through. Because um, mm. they're HD, so they're large files. And so gotcha. I'm just trying to, you know, figure out that piece of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm hoping to be able to drop them within the next week or so. Oh. Um, and so anybody who's interested, I would encourage you to go to my website, Again, www.embodyyogamke.com. You can get on my emailing list. um, And then when those videos are released, you'll be the first one to know. And then I'll also be shooting some special offers out um, through that email list as well. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And they'll be able to practice at home with me and have that experience right in their living room or hotel room or wherever they may be. Yes, awesome. Yeah. It came back to me what I wanted to ask you. Yes. Um, so to our listeners that are teeter-tottering, oh, do I want to do yoga? Do I want to try it? Mm-hmm. W- w- what's your, your line or your words of encouragement that you give people who do come up to you and that are hesitant to want to try yoga? Yeah, so if you are looking for something to change your life or if you're just not like content where you are in life or even if you just mm-hmm. bored in your workouts right mm-hmm, it doesn't mm-hmm. hurt to uh, expand your horizons and try new things and this is not just applicable to yoga but anything right mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a big fan um, of just putting yourself out there and trying something new even if it's going to make you uncomfortable especially if it'll make you uncomfortable mm. you know so I just encourage people to try it there's not a whole lot of commitment um, to yoga you can go mm-hmm. to any any studio you can drop in at Embody Yoga and take a class for $10 you know, you don't even have to buy a mat. I provide that for you. Wow. Um, you can try it. You can practice quietly in the back. And wow. the thing is, um, people are intimidated about going into a yoga class because they feel like they'll be like the newbie and everybody's mm-hmm. going to be looking at them mm-hmm. or judging them. And so one of our mottos or slogans um, at Embody Yoga is no stereotypes, no judgment, just yoga. Mm-hmm. Like the, those people are there to get what they came to get on their yoga mat. And so it's not a lot of like looking around or anything like that. They Mm -hmm. are solely focused on themselves. It's an internal process that you're just doing in a group setting. Yeah. You know, and then beyond that, the Embody Yoga fam is so dope. They're so warm and welcoming and funny, you know. So we just building community and flowing together. Um, So, again, it it doesn't hurt to try. Just try something new. And you never know. You may fall in love with it and find it to be life-changing as well. All these people not... Um, talking about yoga and you know going to classes and all of that for mm-hmm. no reason exactly there's something there so try it out and see if it's for you wow awesome and we we do want y'all to go to embody yoga don't go nowhere else. <laughs> <laughs> thank you girl i got you <laughs> i am my sister's keeper <laughs> hello okay <laughs> Yes. So do you want to give our listeners your handles for them to reach out to you? And how do you want to? Let's be connected. Let's be friends, y'all. So, again, I've said my email address, not my email, my website address um, quite a few times. You can say it again. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) www. Because before I was like. (laughs) No, I was like, good. (laughs) Uh, www.embodyyogamke.com. Um, you can find basically anything about me or about the practice there on that website. My schedule is there as well, as well as my social media handles. But you can find me on Instagram as Embody Yoga MKE. Um, and then also my business page on Facebook is um, Embody Yoga MKE. So if you do 
www.facebook.com backslash Embody Yoga MKE. It'll pull me right up or you can just search Embody Yoga MKE and I should come up as well. So, yeah, those are the platforms that I'm on and most active on. So feel free to find me. Yes, and y'all know how we do. I'm going to put it on my website at TheEvolvingChair.com. Yes. So y'all can definitely stay connected with Miss Joanna and go to the trap yoga, the couples yoga, if you got a baby, boo, whatever, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, and yoga in the park. We want to see y'all there. So mm-hmm. rooftop yoga, at least for a little bit longer because I know yeah. the weather may not be. I'm trying to fit two more <laughs> in, and I'm going to give you a, ex- a little exclusive Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm important. No. You are. You are. Thank you you important at the Evolving Chair Podcast, honey. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking the next one is either going to be trap yoga on the roof. Ooh. Um, so we could turn up one time before yeah. the weather changes. Or otherwise, I'll probably end up offering both. But um, another one where we have um, Lauren Hill, Jill Scott. Ooh. And there was one other one. Who am I forgetting? Lauren Hill, Jill Scott. Uh, I can't remember who the other one was, but just keep your eyes open. That information will be coming out soon. You'll see it posted on social media um, and also through my email newsletter as well. Yes. Well, there you guys have it. Thank you for tuning in to another session of the Evolving Chair podcast. And until next time, peace. Peace. Thank you. Hey, TC listeners. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share, and rate this podcast. You can send me emails with questions, comments, and feedback to TECpodcast2017 at gmail.com. On Twitter at TECpodcast2017. IG at TECpodcast. Facebook, The Evolving Chair Podcast. Or check out my website at www dot the evolving chair dot com. So go listen to me on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play.